0: hey there and welcome to more than meets these guys subdivisions this is not your usual episode from the beginning of the transformers animated series this is a sideshow that we'll be doing that whenever we have other interests that we want to talk about when we have an off week or holidays or emergencies and maybe something that i'm a fan of or ed's a fan of and vice versa we may not the one may not know as much about the other one's uh interests so it's kind of a, a way for us to explore our other interests so, uh, you know, welcome, everyone, and we hope you enjoy this like we do. So, Ed, this week, we got into the anime classic Appleseed. Yeah, and this is
1: a this is one that uh, I think this is kind of different than even the last time we did a subdivisions, where this is one that I don't think either one of us know, too, know a whole lot about. Like, I, I know I've seen it in the past, mm-hmm. but I don't, this isn't one that's deep
0: from my wheelhouse, and I don't think it is from yours either. I actually had a um I, I years ago, I mean we used to buy or rent, every whenever you can get it, um, anime from the cover art. And uh this is one of those where um I saw the cover art, I thought it sounded really cool. I read the back, sounded really cool. And I I bought this on DHS years ago at like mm-hmm. Sam Goody or something like that. Oh, yeah. And uh took it home and I was a little disappointed because <laughs> you know. Because, buddy
1: that uh that cover art does not match what we see in the movie uh, well, we're gonna tell we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that down yeah. the, uh down the, the the road there um yeah. it's it's
0: completely a um it's it's art from the manga and right the, right this this movie actually the 1988 movies we were doing the movie doesn't match the um the manga at all this is like his own separate story we use the same yeah, it, in every way it does not match yeah. the
1: the yeah. the we, we manga 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 we went over this last yeah. time when we did area 88 yeah i think we just settled it on japanese comics but i'm yeah, gonna say pretty japanese much <laughs> that's good that works um so yeah so like we said this is the 1988 uh it, it's a it, it's an ova though which is kind of a unique thing that you don't really see these much anymore this was yeah. that was if you're if you're a young buck out there that's an original video animation these were direct to uh to vhs uh, releases that were somewhere between an episode and a in a feature length thing they were normally mm-hmm. uh, you know anywhere from 45 minutes to uh you know like an hour and a half generally um and uh, you know th- there were tons and tons of these from uh
0: from back in the day this was this was a yeah. big one um this yeah this is all one of those go ahead Also, oh, this is one of those penultimate ones that people like kind of in their heads by and honestly when we get into this more um with the uh, the the mangaku um mangaka art you know the artist is um well known for it. we'll see how all this stuff fits together but the thing is uh when you you get into this um yes the art doesn't exactly match the japanese comic the manga um but the but the storytelling kind of does it's um i don't want to go too much into that but i really like this this particular this uh creator this this artist and um and you know writer he really embraces fully what it means to have uh, cyberpunk
1: yeah this is, and that's uh Masamune Shiro for uh yes. those out there that aren't familiar who also who's better known for ghost in the shell which yes. is his, uh, his his lasting work his, uh, his magnum opus as it were <laughs> um which is to, that that was to, to me is like one of the pillars of of this era of of anime. One of the of the four pillars of you know, along with Akira, uh, Vampire Hunter D, and um, oh god, Ninja Scroll. <laughs> yes, from this era. But yeah. would be
0: to me those are the four pillars of of late eighties, yeah. early nineties anime. So yeah, um, he was uh he was actually born Masanori Oda. His uh his actually that's his pen name is Masamune shiro Okay. No Born November 23rd 1961 so he's really not that much older than us which is kind of neat to think about he got his Five. start really young he got he broke into this he really um he 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 struggled he put a lot of stuff out his uh, his original one which actually I, I like also I used to have on uh, VHS is uh Black Magic M66 which there's a little callback in this
1: Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: there is, and
1: uh, that was another one that uh, I remember seeing a lot. I don't know that I ever saw that, but I remember seeing it in a lot of things. Because um, at, at some point back in the late '80s and the early '90s, my my friends and I ended up with uh, with a catalog for this place called Kimono My House. Do you uh, do you remember Kimono My House? I do not. That's a new one. For me. Okay, so th- these guys were for a little while. They were like the mail order. Uh, place for uh, anything like like japanese or anime related like you could get t-shirts or um, like figures or vhs tapes or uh, any of that kind of weirdo stuff that stuff that you can just go to the mall and get from like hot topic or box lunch (laughs) now or or like any comic book store or anything like that but for amazon for that matter. matter yeah well younger people don't really get that 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 stuff was rare back then it was like you couldn't get it you couldn't just go you couldn't just go in and get it and i remember you know hearing about people that lived in like san francisco or new york where they had a chinatown and there'd be like oh there's a video store that they they just stock rentals of all this like like untranslated anime you just go rent whatever you want like as it comes out like yeah like like just blows my mind because it was like you had to be in a secret club here to get that stuff you know i remember um you know there i remember for a while there was one dude in town that uh he had like a like a chest like a like a big moving trunk like a steamer trunk it was just full <laughs> of, of uh vhs cassettes these uh that, like subtitled vhs cassettes and like you had to be you had to be in with him to, to even get access to these the, things the keeper of the yeah. anime uh but yeah yeah but he but he was a dude that looked like a guy that you would imagine would be really into anime in the, in the nineties, because it was a bunch of garbage.
0: Like it was, was a bunch it a, of what, like
1: was screaming it girls
0: and stuff. What's that? Was it a McAfee? I, and I don't know. Who,
1: I don't know who the guy was. I have no idea who he was. I remember seeing him like all the time, but uh, I was always, I never wanted to deal with him because he looked like a guy that was really into anime. Um, I mean, okay. So, Cause let's explain this. Cause you yeah, know, no, you're right. Now, you're right. It, it, it's, it's all like mainstream now. That's all, you know, like my son can just turn on, hulu and watch uh demon slayer or you know whatever um whatever naruto or one piece uh whatever's out you know that that kids watch these days you can you can just it's just there you can just have it um and everybody because that's the that's the mainstream thing of adventure cartoons now pretty much but um back in the day back when you know when this came out and when i when i was you know learning about these things there were two very very distinct camps of people that were into these things there were there were people that you would you would think of there that are that are anime people like the stereotypical anime person yeah we, we talked like, about that
0: before.
1: yeah, yeah. That, that, that kind of, and i'm like i'm not i'm not disparaging anyone because i know um, but, but but also it was kind of subversive though because like a lot of my friends that were into punk rock all loved loved Akira we loved uh, you know we loved watching Robotech and this stuff and so look was, um... like
0: Wu Tang is huge into anime and samurai I mean come on that's, that that's that's the thing that's the it was subversive in the culture but people didn't talk about it uh, you had to get you you had to know that cool guy or the anime guys were um, it, it's not trying to disparage anyone like you said it was just that way. Yeah, that's
1: just, and there wasn't a lot of crossover. Like, you, like you know, like, like the Bunk didn't hang out with the, with the, the trunk of anime no. guys. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, you know, we got this, this, uh, catalog called Kimono My House. They just had tons and tons and tons of stuff in there. And it was just page after page after page. And they didn't really explain what a lot of it was. It was like clothes on pins and just like 10 pages of these things. And then like t shirts. And like my friends and I ordered t shirts. And I, I remember ordering the first time we ordered, I got, um, I got a, a captain harlock t-shirt because oh, yeah. uh glenn dancing from the misfits uh wore a, a captain harlock shirt so i wanted to have so a yeah, Harlock rock and uh but it was too it was i ordered my size but it was too small i guess it was a japanese size so i i wore that shirt one time and it shrunk and uh, i can never wear it again um but i also uh, in <laughs> <Gaijin> size yeah <laughs> I got a Godzilla t-shirt also <laughs> that that um it that it was my size and that I wore for a million years till it fell apart. But it was weird because it had like like the it had like the shadow of Godzilla, but then it had the text of Godzilla on the bottom. But the text was like that puffy print. And I never I understood why they did the puffy print. I hated that part, but um I like that I like that Godzilla shirt though. I wish I still had it. Um
0: yeah, actually the uh, it's kind of funny you say that all that though, because um, yeah, like like you said, it it subverted um it was kind of like the outskirts of everything, and think about it, punk rock is on the outskirts. Um, you know, like the the, uh, the kind of. Um, I feel like in larger cities, it was kind of subverted into like hip hop and stuff like that. Because once again, Wu Tang. Um, right. I mean, like my one of my favorite albums on the yours also um Jizza uh, Liquid Swords. I mean, that's just samurai clips, and I love <laughs> it. I can listen to that, the whole thing, and like it's. But that's that was it. You know, you have um, you have these people that you would associate with it realizing that this is this is cool stuff and then you realize that it's okay with them so you can be a little more open <laughs> with it and then you know yeah like you like said you know i can turn on hulu like i was watching um uh Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans which is a great show um just while i was that, doing homework earlier that's on every streaming service now and it was like you, you know
1: like, like that would have been you know back in the day if you wanted to watch that you would have had to have ordered like like 8 vhs's that were like 30 dollars in night in early 100%. 90s 100 like that that's the thing and now it's just there you, you can just, I, I used you, to, just you can just have it you know i used
0: and- to go to uh tbs comics and i would uh buy their uh fan uh subbed Roroni Kenshin in clamshells and they were badly oh, yeah. you know, copied off of vcr or whatever yeah. and then fan subbed at the bottom and they weren't always right but then that, now you can just like turn on, um, yeah, like I said, turn on Hulu or Netflix, and it's just the yeah, whole series is there. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You pay like thirty bucks and you get a VHS uh, that had two episodes. and Easily, it was, yeah.
0: That was yeah, my experience so. with uh, Evangelion actually. I used to buy like twenty five dollars of tape from like Sam Goody or whatever, and yeah, they had like, two enough. episodes. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Evangelion, uh, so th- so uh, this show was actually produced by gynax who Gainax? is actually who's better known for uh for evangelion for running out of money at the end of evangelion
0: um, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> that's okay that's a whole controversy for another time i actually like that last episode just because it's an existential crisis but that's just me i get it it worked out really well in my opinion fans hated that stuff they wanted like world-ending stuff but um so yeah, look, let's just go back on track here for a second. Um, I was like, we, we could talk about anime stuff and our growing up because it was it was a struggle, man. Like you know, there was uh, you'd have that person you knew who had like imported, you know, uh, Go Lion toys, you know, not the matchbox, not not the matchbox ones, the imported the actual Go Lion toys right. or imported dockeries, you know, not not like um, uh, you know, not the not Jetfire, yeah, not Jetfire, no. dude, don't don't disparage Jetfire. <laughs> But uh, you know, you, but you'd have that sort of thing. So it was like you said, it was extremely hard to come by. So um, when I think I was, I think I was like eighteen or nineteen. Um, I was huge in anime. I mean, I was collecting. Um, right soon after, I was collecting Evangelion. But I was, I was like, I'd go every couple of weeks, and I got you know, after I got paid a couple, you know, a couple times and had a little extra money, I'd buy a video and like some great ones, like uh, Pat Labor, which I don't know if anyone want and watches Pat Labor, the um, movie one or two are. Or- fantastic they are very they are very good um, Yeah, they, and the, the the whole idea of a uh, dystopian future i didn't really get into um the uh you know those of the uh the, the, the oh god the neuromancer sort of thing but i you know because i know you're a huge fan of neuromancer yeah mm. but these all these things all they were in were really directly in, influenced by uh, the writings like Neuromancer and um, you know other subsequent things inf- influenced by uh, *Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?* Right, Blade all these things Blade were Blade direct Runner. influences. Yeah. Uh, they were universal, so you see a lot of this in uh, *Appleseed*. So yeah, uh, yeah I mean,
1: no, you absolutely do. Um, but yeah, getting into it though, the first thing you notice about about *Appleseed* about the OVA here is that the animation is explicitly not very good. um and this is you know we we touched on this with the uh difference between the the cover art and the actual animation um you know that cover art is uh you know shiro has a really stylized style um he's got like a almost like a like a watercolor kind of thing going on it's 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 like when you see the uh the concept art from uh, like a final fantasy game when those um uh, I can't remember that guy's name, but he you know he does all those really crazy elaborate uh, paintings, and then you see just like a like an eight bit pixel character in Final <laughs> Fantasy. You know, like, like oh, okay, oh, that's Yoshitaka amana I think is who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, I think he says one. Um, but you know, but the thing is, like this OVA, it's on par, it's par for the course for 1980s TV anime. But yeah. look, man, you know this was released the same year as Akira. Akira. Yeah, like, which is to this day still one of the best animated movies of all time. Like no from a from a technical like animation standpoint, you can you can I, I don't if you want to complain about the last 30 minutes of it having you know three lines of dialogue, I don't care. Don't come at me with that. I, I don't care because Look. I could sit and watch that city blow up. For the rest of my <laughs> life, and it, it's totally. I could Me watch to Tokyo blow up like every other anime has. I could watch Canada like zoom down the streets with with, the, with the, the the tracers on the lights. I could watch that for
0: the rest of my that's, life. And that's it, it's- actually incredible, just like the uh, Ghost in the Shell movie that came out. But um, those those are standards, and uh we have to remember that anime really wasn't all that accepted mainstream before Akira, before Ghost in the shell, before, um, uh, Miyazaki's things became more mainstream. Um, you know, anime wasn't considered a, a, a viable mass market thing for Americans. And it was kind of still weird. So at this time in 1988, it was, uh, still kind of weird. I mean, God, 1988, I was, uh, I was in middle school. Yeah. Was yeah. 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 I had to be like sixth grade or something. Um, so yeah, that was my last year of middle school. And, uh, yeah, um, it was, it seems about right. But
1: yeah, people forget like like how much Akira like up the game, though, is the thing. Oh, yeah. and, it, and you can't not compare anything to it that came after it, especially like something like this, where you're dealing with uh, you know, like like a cyberpunk sort of setting and this kind of thing.
0: Um and this this is really proto um this is really proto ghost in the shell. A lot of the concepts he used in this um really, really directly um played into Ghost in the Shell, all these you know, neat little gadgets, cyber brains, you know, biroids, uh, all these things that, you know, people being born into this utopian society actually plays into a lot. One, one of my favorite anime is It's a very direct influence um, directly influenced from Masumu Shiro's um, work. So, I mean, this is like this is um, keystone anime for the whole era to me you can't uh, you can't have uh what we have now without without gundam without uh things like um Appleseed, without well you know at least the mango um, you know you yeah. can't have have bubblegum crisis these are I, these are keystone animes
1: no i i mean i i, I i'm not like that 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 will have to deal with you know at the end when we you know get into like overall thoughts but no that's that's a good point um but i'm i'm like off the bat though the 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 opening bit of animation is just not good um (laughs) and the other thing that immediately stands out is that uh, i watched the i watched a uh a a dubbed version of this which uh anime fans can go ahead and you you guys can go ahead and come to my house and beat me up i don't care um, it, like I, I that that was what was available on on Tubi, and uh, man, this voice acting is terrible. Uh, Like <laughs> it, I, I've said before, how you know a lot of times when you watch you know stuff from like Streamline Pictures and like Manga Entertainment, Japanese comics entertainment, um, you know they, they use the <laughs> same like you know like six voice actors, so the main character is always yeah. the, the main that one voice actor is always the main character, and all those things. So you, you hear the guy that did like the original voice for uh canada and akira and he's in like every movie and then you know you hear like like i think he was also like vampire hunter d and he was also like the ninja scroll guy and um you're like wait a minute, that's the same dude but like it's, these it's guys just... archetypal voice right but but he was a, a competent voice actor i don't know who oh, yeah. I, I don't i don't know his name but i mean he was a competent voice actor but these guys are terrible like th- these guys are are like d-grade and it, it was like um it, it was like some dude's like kind of fell backwards into having the license for this. And they're like, Hey, guess what? We're going to localize Appleseed." Like who's going to do the
0: voice acting. Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> these Joe, guys just kind of figure it. it out. I
0: don't know. Well, and- yeah. This was, um, this is very early on in, uh, you know, dubbing also, I mean, you had things like, you know, go line becoming Voltron. You had, um, you know, uh, battle of the planets, you know, G force, whatever you call it. These are very early um, anime things. And, um, you know, yet yeah, you can, beat us up all day long for watching the dub but at the end of the day this is what we had back then you didn't have a lot of subtitle things i i gotta tell a, a story though we have, you know like anime fans true anime fans are gonna beat me up no I've, I've changed since then but <laughs> i remember i was uh i i kept seeing um macross plus when it came out it was this whole event um it was beautifully animated too and i it kept going renting the same like two three episodes because it was like it was a complete ova and then they did this theatrical release on one VHS. One yeah. And I bought it and I was so angry because it was all subtitles. was no dubbing. You couldn't get a dubbed. It was all subtitled. And I was angry, man. I didn't, I don't watch subtitles. I've come around since then because obviously, you, you know, back when we were, you know, you couldn't get a lot of the stuff. You had to deal with subtitles and you kind of get used to it. And you realize that the uh, Japanese voice actors care a lot more. About what they're saying, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the they're American really, ones. Yeah. So you have that whole thing. So, but back then, you know, Apple C you couldn't find it uh, unless you could find like a fan subbed. You couldn't find it subtitled. It was all dubbed. You just yeah, found we, it dubbed. Yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, yeah, and it was one of those things where you know, if you were lucky enough to have a video store that carried anime near your house, then you, you just got what whatever you got. Like uh, yeah. you know, you, you know, they always had like this and like two tapes
0: of like the Venus Wars and 100 um, percent, and around the one half. <laughs> in like, yeah, oh, um, the middle of the show somewhere you did see like the you know um uh, some girl you know attacking ram on the cover that's all you saw There's like two or three versions of that you know um, i never wanted to, i never wanted to watch that i always i always ended up i ended up renting uh project
1: Aco instead and uh that was really that was a very silly anime but I always i was like that one but um
0: there's uh there's one i uh I was seeking out um, American voice actors who did the, some of the stuff for like um, Evangelion and stuff. So I, I was, you know, kind of looking up for a few of them. I found this um, one of them who did uh, the Oscars voice actors, uh, voice actress. She was actually, I guess she she did a really good job because she spoke German. Actually, and the, the character supposed to. So I'm like, I'm gonna find her stuff because she actually seems to care a lot about doing the stuff she did. So I found um, it was a Plastic Little was a um, was an anime she did. She's for like that one. Yeah, she goes, yeah. Yeah, we we call it plastic nipple because the way they <laughs> animated it, it's yeah, it like, about right. You know, we're we're it's, it's an anime, but you we, they're they're showing certain things off a lot more than else. But that's actually one of the things I want to jump in here. Though, Um I made that said that to make a point. They did not try to make, um, um oh god, what the main, main characters highlight times and Newt, um, Dunin. Noonan. Yeah, thank you, it she did not yes. make her um buxom at all. They didn't know, they, they didn't
1: um yeah, they, kinda, they didn't attempt to yeah, make her any sort of uh, like a, like even like a, like attractive really or any character yeah. for the most part and that not yeah. what that was. That's pretty rare. Yeah, the way she
0: reminded me of um of the uh, the female um you know co-star of RoboCop. I can't remember her name right now. Murphy. Murphy. Well, yeah, the character's name not the actress. But Murphy oh, yeah. wasn't shown as being very girly either. She was very tomboyish didn't show she wasn't very showing bits being very curvy and that was the thing that they did with uh with doing a newt here it was just kind of nice and just unusual you know because you expect that um you know what actually the animation reminded me a lot of is a uh, fist of the North Star um the way they drew faces especially on um on Athena you think so?
1: I, I didn't. I don't really see that. Fist of the North mm-hmm. Star's got got a really weird, uh, like really angular faces. Uh, the only yeah. that you know, to me the most the closest comparison to Fist of the North Star is um, it looks like a primitive version of uh, God that there's some new school anime that uh, of kids Fist really Fist like. Bizarre what? Adventure. Yes, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, it looks same, like a, a, It looks motif. like a proto version of that. And yeah, um, which motif, is fine. Though. Um, I like that. Uh, yeah. So uh, we got a SWAT team here. We have a SWAT team here. That um, yeah one guy has a really cool uh, one of those cool uh SWAT watches where they have like the piece of cloth that goes over
0: the the watch face Morton, so you don't shine it
1: right my, you know my stepdad had one of those when i was a kid and i always thought it was the coolest thing and uh this was yeah, this was very cool uh seeing this here um we have a cyborg dude with a robot head he's a he's a giant he's like twice as tall as as the main character but he's the other main character this is uh yes. uh Buliaros
0: that's it's it's spelled like Rariaros but it's it's pronounced Buliaros he has a long Greek-sounding last name. I, I had it down. I, can't, I lost my file where I wrote the stuff down. But yeah, he is. Um, he is apparently he was uh, Dounan's partner, and during a, there's some sort of um, some sort of thing that happened, apparently in the manga, they explain this. He jumped on a grenade to save her, and they gave him a prosthetic body. Oh, okay. So okay. that's why she has a very much a loyalty to her him, and he has a loyalty to her. They're like they're attached to the hip because. You know they he he gave his almost gave his life for her and you know so they're 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 tight that's why they had this relationship he's a real cool guy though he's got a,
1: a really cool robot head with uh five camera lenses for eyes bunny ears um, he has but he has bunny ears <laughs> they, 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 they did some cool stuff with the bunny ears though they they yeah. kind of moved around with his mood and what he was uh thinking mm-hmm. or whatever um so he's kinda yeah so he's kind of like Robocop a little bit and um mm-hmm. but he's got a he's got like a weird New York accent too though
0: he does like it's this voice actor voices. is awful
1: um doing and, it. Uh, Yes, yeah, so, so they're chasing this guy down. They're chasing this, this main bad guy down. And um, and uh, Buliaro s- says that this guy is part, he must be part cyborg. How are you a part cyborg? You're either a cyborg or you're not. If you get one thing in you, you're a cyborg. That's it. There's no part cyborg. Like, don't, I guess. So if, I don't if, know, if you get if you get a, like a, a shoulder replacement, are you a cyborg?
0: See, that, that's the that, that's the real conundrum, isn't it? If you have a pacemaker, yeah. are you a cyborg? Yeah. But I think what he's trying to say is they're uh, trying to establish I think in this that this point in the in the movie trying to establish what makes a cyborg what what denotes a cyborg and it, it, you know and uh, he's not wrong, but uh <laughs> you know, he's not well I mean, he's not wrong yeah he's, I think it's like some easy exposition right here,
1: right uh <laughs>
0: I, mean, I love part this robot
1: would be like okay
0: cyborg you're part right you part robot uh, <laughs> so uh, one of the best things is uh i i love how the swat team actually handles this because there's it's a situation where it could go really badly so they're they're sent in because they are like the elite swat force mm-hmm. and you see uh dune is hanging on the side of the building she's looking in the window and she sees the uh the cyborg guy who we'll know as a uh, aj sebastian in a while Kind of looking in, she she sees him. She's like, "All right, cool." She watches him go in, and then they they uh, they you know penetrate the perimeter and do their whole thing, which you know I like when he's uh, you're getting you're getting this um oh god um Chekhov's gun right here because he's burning files. You don't know why he's burning files. You just see a little bit of the uh, the by bio, droid or whatever it is the uh, the big tank thing being burned in the uh, toilet. He's like looking over there and he has his accent. And it's like or his voice is like he's he expecting to say, Yeah, I'm I'm burning the stuff. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, like this villain accent, villain voice. He just kind of has.
1: So um I think that was the, the multipede, I think is a blueprint for the the multipede is what that. yeah was, it, was, it, was it was like was, a hover like tank. a giant yeah. uh like a giant walking uh, robot uh kind of thing. Um very much so, the
0: style of uh of E seen Ghost in the Shell too. So this is like a business
1: ghost in the shell. Yeah, it is very Ghost in the Shell. Um, it's also it reminded me a lot of. Um, there, there's a a line of uh, models um, from uh, from Japan called a uh, Machining Krieger that were like these um, sort of uh, diesel punk like World War II and like junk mashups. So yep. that this guy wow. did. Wow. Um, I love. It sorry. reminded me a lot of that kind of. That kind of or like, uh, um, uh, God, what's that video? That side scrolling video game where Metal it, Slug. Were, like, metal Slug, yeah, it kinda, it metal
0: sluggish, but, um, kind of. It was kind of Metal Slug. It's same kind of aesthetic used in um, Dominion Tank Police, which he also it, did. Yeah. Dominion Tank Place was huge when the, with the with the weeb community when I was in Lendville <laughs> High School. It was huge. I, I I don't mean okay. I don't mean to say weeb as a uh, as a, a pejorative, <laughs> but it is. Uh but I mean that like someone who was devoted to anime, it was like they were, they built their life around anime. Dominion Tank Please uh we got started getting into that, that buxom woman. And you had two in that. Yes, and uh, you using the metal did. slug kind of tanks, it really was. Yeah, they, yeah, they did.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, AJ Sebastian uh, sounds a lot like uh, one of Marge Simpson's sisters. <laughs> he's got—he sounds like Patty and Selma. He's, he's got that. He's got that voice. Um, yeah, I was just taking a leak. <laughs> he, sounds, he, sounds like, he sounds like that um
0: oh god i can't unhear that now that's
1: great so uh <laughs> it, so uh, around this time we, we get the first uh musical interlude and uh man we have got some japanese city pop going on here we have got this this like inoffensive like like jazz pop like uh this is this, this is like like I like this stuff because it re- it very much reminds me of, of the '80s. It reminds me of like uh, of bland television from the '80s.
0: I would say though, it reminds me of a anime stylized Blade Runner background uh, jazz. It, that's, that's exactly film- what it. That's, no, that's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah. The, the thing is, is it, this music just permeates the entire thing it, it's there. It's constantly there, and <laughs> it, even when something's supposed to be serious or like action packed or whatever, you just get this, doo-doo. like, Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> like kind of bouncy, you know, bass guitar. This, <laughs> go, 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 go. and, <laughs> and um, it, it's it, it kind of. There's times where it kind of threw me off because I, I could have used some hard like synth music at some point in this. I thought that would have uh, it would have done uh, pretty well. But that's um, the thing,
0: though. I actually. It's, I blame my dad. I, 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 you know, blame him, slash, appreciate the fact that he brought me up, listened to a lot of new age. Uh, he, he, he actually funnily called it, uh, white guy jazz. Uh, oh. and some Emerson Lake Palmer, you know, some, like some uh, Spyro Gyra in there. Um, a little bit, but yeah. you know, some like Don, you know, Donald Fagan some uh oh, you know. Don, oh some yacht rock a yeah i mean yacht well rock. it wasn't really yacht rock then though it was like yeah, Don, that was donald fagan that was some yacht rock dude. well but it was it was like it was very new agey white guy jazz and this okay. is what it reminds me of it's so good that's why yeah, okay. i watch can... blade runner now i appreciate it so much more because that it sets a mood i can say I, I can see it i can yeah. see it um, <laughs> we meet the character uh we meet the character hitomi
1: on. at this point and uh hitomi is she's sort of like like schindler she, uh, she her whole thing is she rescues people from these war zones. There, there's these bombed out war zones, and she yeah. uh, takes them and uh, brings them into this, uh, the city of uh, Olympus, which is like a this utopian city where this whole thing is set.
0: Um, you know, it's, it's, this kind of has uh aspects of um, did you ever watch Big O? I did, I did watch a little bit of you, Big, yeah, because this, yeah. this, this microcosm of a city that no one really pays attention to what happens outside the city, it's just almost like this domed microcosm of a city and everyone's appreciative that everyone does their kind of thing and it, it, people don't ask about what happens in the outside world anymore right it's kind of how it feels actually <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry you. no you know it's, it's a very it's
1: very much a hey uh yeah like whatever happens under this dome then we're you know we're totally like we don't care about anything else mm-hmm. so um but this is still pretty cool though because you know she's an altruistic character that's that's uh, you know rescuing people from these uh you know these bombed out war zones where you know, people are you know just getting killed constantly and we get some cool uh some cool pans of uh you know these blown up tanks and you know like like dead yeah. soldiers and tanks and stuff that was uh that was very that was very cool it looked kind of like an 80s uh thrash metal album cover like a like a nuclear <laughs> assault cover or something like that or a, yeah uh, oh god uh, yeah uh,
0: uh like
1: it's this it, cover maybe or something, something oh yeah like.
0: i can see that yeah the uh Outside of the dome, you have like very desert, like wasteland kind of things, just like in Big O. Yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah. sprawling desert. You don't know what happens beyond the desert. It could be, you know, another dome or something, it could be the ocean, it could be some like lavish green uh land, but they, they don't really care.
1: Right. What happens yeah. in yeah. Olympus yeah. is important, it, it ultimately doesn't matter because it, yeah. it's, the story happens inside the dome here. So, um, uh, but uh, AJ Sebastian has a crew though, these guys break into some place and they steal some really cool looking mechs. Um no, uh, was it land um landmates? Um, yeah, thank land you landmates. Mates, right. Um uh, I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why he's doing this. Um, but th- we have mechs now, so the, the stakes have been raised here
0: and I'm and I'm on board. I'm totally I'm yep. totally cool with this. Um land, uh, honestly, it's it's a what it was very um much like um like once again, Proto. Um well let's say proto, but this is kind of happens alongside of Bubblegum Crisis. Bubblegum Crisis, the uh the main characters use like you know exosuits to fight like things like people in mechs and you know Mm -hmm. like big cyborg things so that was this whole era that really i mean it really lends itself to the era of what would happen if we had things like you know people augmented so yeah i mean like with the the, with the uh, the mech suits it really lends itself to what's the up in the stakes i guess yeah 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 definitely it's definitely you know like showing the baseline technology
1: also that you know we have their cyborgs but we also have we've got some power armor also um oh God. so uh we go to this really bizarre scene like in a bar um in the the coffee house um uh and uh so the uh what was it? Um, uh, Dunan and uh, Buliaros are there, and uh, Hitomi's there, and they're kind of, you know, Hitomi's coming to town, and you know, they're kind of you know cheering her for you know, being the one that rescued them because they all feel like, you know, a debt of gratitude to her or whatever. But so Hitomi just gets wasted <laughs> and she is she is falling down she's got like the red like that they drew her cheeks red and everything. yeah.
0: And, and, um, this is a very stylized way they, they draw, yeah. Anime girls. Well, yeah. That's part of the language
1: of uh, yeah. of, of of anime, of, yeah, um, and you know cartoons in general. But mm-hmm. so she's hitting on this dude with a sleeveless denim shirt. And this is a guy we saw earlier on. He was from the opening scene of the of the, the very poorly animated opening scene of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, Karen. But he's got a sleeveless denim shirt on. He's another cop too. He works with um, with Ido and Buliaros. Yeah. So I, I like this because this is how cool guys dressed. In 80s anime. <laughs> like, like if you had a sleeveless, if you had a sleeveless like shirt on, you were you were cool, right? Yeah. Um but see 100%. but this reminded me another another thing though, because there used to be a dude that I would see around town in nerve stores when like, <laughs> like you know, like like the comic shop or uh, like yeah, video man. game places or you know yeah. the, you know GameStop or uh, Babbages, I guess it was back then, or software, etc. Yeah, before exactly they all Babbage's. got Yeah, yeah. Um so th- this dude dressed like um like he dressed like this but in real life so the, he dressed yeah. like what well, we
0: called him a, a generic badass is what we called him <laughs> he, he looked like a mook he, looked, <laughs> he dressed he dressed like the redhead kid in uh terminator 2 <laughs> so if they were like <laughs> if, if there were like 10 of these guys they would be
1: the easiest guys to fight and like because the more of these guys there are the, the easier there are to fight right so he looked like that but like he would he wore like a sleeveless button-up denim shirt all the time okay. and he had some bad tattoos he had and i think one of them was an anime logo i think he had a um like an initial d logo tattooed on his shoulder of all the animes that, which had, is on the one hand i'm like that's real dumb man on the other hand i'm like ah it's kind of cool because I, I mean I, I like initial d so but he he would wear fingerless gloves and sunglasses like constantly this I is just how I'm he drives about- he Dude, I think I know who you're talking about. I don't He looked never, like an enemy. Yeah, yeah. He looked like a, like a goon from anime. And he looked like that would they would animate... <laughs> I, like, I know exactly who you're talking about. They would Holy animate crap. like 20 of this guy and and you know like yeah. like Ken from Fist of the
0: North Star would beat up like these guys in match he right? He looked like he wanted to be a character in Fist of the North Star with that sleeveless denim shirt. And he did. Like, yeah, dude, 100%. He, I know exactly did. who you're talking about. So, <laughs> I always respected that guy for being or like Fight. final fight. <laughs> he did he
1: like, like, like Terry was going to beat this guy up you know like he looked um, like he wanted to guile yeah dude. <laughs> but this guy was he was like a thousand percent committed to this look and, and I thought that was super cool and, and I totally respect that but he also one thousand percent proved that, that look does not work in the real world <laughs> like
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> I always wonder what happened to that guy. Like, um, I was, oh, he's, guy's—he's—he's he's a greeter at Walmart, I'm sure. Um, Dude,
1: oh, it just—it—it it, it makes me sad because, like, I, like I just it, like, God, I, I'm just on the lookout for like a, a an initial D tattoo or like maybe it was maybe it was GTO, Great Teacher Onizuka. Maybe it was that. Really? I think it might. have I, I been, could see initial D, GTO though. I think it so, might have been GTO. That's
0: that's the thing though, man. Um, actually, you know weird. what? I, I want to say that both shoulders were tattooed. So he may have had both. God, I don't remember the tattoos at all. I just remember him. Um, and he was one of those guys. He didn't talk to anyone. So he didn't really know what he's like. Um, but then again, he could have been just like, you know, um, a Kevin McAfee guy, you know, who wore there, like there was... Kevin McAfee, who I went to school with. He wore a, a, a ringmail shirt under his polo shirt at the school. One day. he's like, he hit me. So I hit him. And he's like, I made that myself. And I didn't know what to say. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> it was sort of Pepper Alley. Oh God, Pepper Alley, Washington High School. He's like, hit me. I'm like, I don't want to hit you. He's like, hit me. So I hit him as hard as I could, and he just smiled at me. Like, I'm like, really, man? He's like, Yeah, I, I did that. I was I spent the last last month making that.
1: Oh my God, that's that's impressive. Insane,
0: dude. But still, that was that's some dedication. Anyways, I'm sorry, back on track. <laughs> the- <laughs> it's just sebastian
1: here uh I, i've i figured out i was trying to figure out who he was dressed like and he looks like a uh, cartoon lex Luthor.
0: he kind of does actually
1: he, the, he looks the, like superpowers he has the purple and, and the green on
0: and the uh the um fashion in this is and, and he's
1: bald he's bald also so he's well.
0: he's gotta be bald he, he's a cyborg man he's out of the implants he's not like the one you know uh Cover, it looks almost like he has—he's like a patch over his eye, but it's because he has a cybernetic eye. A cyber, a cyber eye, right? Yeah. right, right. It has uh, that weird patch that across his head, like this. It's like a rectangular patch that apparently all cyborgs have to have.
1: At least we, oh well, you oh know, yeah, oh, oh yeah, you, know, you got to have that. Yeah. Like in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, really yep. established that you got to have lines all over your head somewhere.
0: But
1: uh... <laughs> so we get the plot of the movie revealed here. So uh, basically, this uh, AJ. Is like trying to lead an uprising against these uh these bio droids. Bio droids, we find out, are like these uh, clones, these enhanced clones of, of humans. So, so he doesn't like these these things because uh they're trying to have a say in the government, and uh, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't like that because he doesn't think they have any right to rule over humanity because they're they were created as tools of humanity. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna say, man, w- with the whole AI thing that's going on right now, my man's got a point.
0: Well, I got, I got to say, okay, first of all, um, I, there's a couple points here. First of all, they were genetically enhanced to be like the people to run the city. They were made to run this city of, of uh, Olympus. That's the first thing. Second of all, I just had a, a thought when I was watching, that, I remember this as well. This plot is directly the season one of Psychopaths where they he wants to subvert the main computer that runs the city. Uh, psychopath season one. The um, there's this this, this um, uh, I guess sociopath psychopath who wants to um, take down the main computer that runs all the um, all the city, and uh, create chaos because when you create chaos, apparently, afterwards everything's great. Uh, that's what exactly yeah. what AJ Sebastian's doing. Like I said, exposition exposition is pretty early in this. There's not right. a lot of like, you know, what is he really trying to do? He tells you what he's trying to do early on, right? So. Um yeah, yeah and,
1: and i mean I, I i get you know it leads to a lot of uh like philosophical questions about you know it, like our bio droids or bioroids as they're called in you know every other version of this um uh are are, are they human do they do they have the same rights as, as humans and and well, that's a really interesting like like uh you know sci-fi like quandary there like uh, i mean you know you can argue it both ways i'm not i'm not saying that they are or aren't i'm saying that that's uh that, that's a uh, you know i mean you could just make a an entire like series on uh, uh, just based on that question, yeah. And, and it's 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 the probably the most interesting point that's raised by this show. And it's basically just kind of a like a almost like a throwaway point. It just it's just like an excuse to get him to do this do these things. You know, um, that's
0: it's actually one of the most uh, prescient points in um in the sort of dystopian future uh, novelizations. Uh, do androids dream of electricity? That, you know, once right. Nexus Six androids, they're essentially um they're a the step above in the evolutionary ladder of of humans but they have a they have an expiration date what if you didn't have an expiration date right are they any less human because do they have a soul do they have memories so once again you know the bi-droids, biroids, byroids um yeah anyways um are they any less human because they're created um you get into um um eugenics honestly because they are they are organic they are created. Yeah, um, so, yeah, no, that, that's that's a good point. Um, and, and and
1: like I said, it, like I don't have an answer for it, and I'm not gonna try to answer that here. I mean, <laughs> that's that's just... why
0: it's such a prescient topic yeah. in anime or sci-fi. Still, but, no, agreed. And and that,
1: that's why it's almost kind of tragic that um, that that it was just kind of an excuse that that you know that that, that
0: was all they really did here. Um, and th- this uh, reminds but... me, we got it. We got to somehow one day get a uh, Blade Runner RPG, like tabletop RPG, on. That book (laughs) is just beautiful. I look at it every so often.
1: So I hear, so I hear. Um, hmm. uh, There's some weirdness here with the animation um, because there's a big gulf between the quality of animation of people and and, and animation of mechanical things in this. Like a lot of these things like helicopters and the multipede and like phones look very good and very cool. They're, they're, you know, like you could tell like some, you know, these uh, like draftsmen, you know, drew these things. Mm-hmm. and um and i feel like the same draftsmen drew the people because a lot of times the uh, you know people are not i don't know i, I don't feel like i don't feel like i don't i don't feel like the animation is quite as good and you know when talking about organic things as opposed to like a motorcycle or um <laughs> you, you know like a building because the, bu- the buildings in this actually look pretty good
0: um, the, um well yeah all the um all the like the 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 mechs i'm the land um all the landmates landmates they're they're still they're still very um, basic, but they have a lot of care given to them. Mm-hmm. I mean the uh, the the big um, the big McGuffin at the end yeah, at the end of it. Uh, well, you know we already know the big spider floaty tank has such uh, care added to it. Uh, there's texture into it. He I feel like he his um, his animation style, which they try to emulate from his manga manga whatever uh, from the Japanese comic. Uh, it is so organic with also being mechanical there there are no hard edges it, it is all circular curved it's very soft edges on all the machinery the the um the the, the uh, motorcycles the helicopters even the buildings in a lot, in a lot of ways are very um, they're very soft edged you know um, structures that's kind
1: of a like a hallmark of uh, of shira though because if you, if you think is. about like ghost in the shell uh you know the mechs and Ghost in the shell like the tachikomas they're they're very bubbly and uh um, very, very, a lot of round and not you know not a whole lot of uh, hard edges or whatever um so we get a little more into this guy uh charon or uh or Sharon, i think is is the actual yeah because everyone's most of the character most of the names in this are supposed to be from mythology and they got poorly translated <laughs> um karen <laughs> uh, yeah yeah they, yeah they call him karen um, i
0: never knew his real name or how it was yeah. spelled until i looked at this episode i forgot mm-hmm. all about his name is karen i'm like it was like kareen because there's it's a this a japanese name using a lot of uh anime and manga kareen no it's actually karen like sharon right so i i almost wonder if the, they gave them these uh characters these names for a reason.
1: Uh, yeah well yeah a lot of them had you know like some sort of ties to mythology and whatnot like you know that the city was called olympus and 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 all all that kind of thing um so he's um uh he's basically getting his his landmate uh modified here and Mm -hmm. there's a really awkward bit of dialogue here where he's talking about um uh dunan and they were comparing the you know, the landmates and the the mechanic that's working on it you know is like um you know he's like uh yeah man uh yeah well you know what about Dunans? and so uh Karen goes like she'll be a strong opponent in the mechanic I mean, goes, rival. uh yeah yeah the mechanic goes don't you mean a rival and he's like Karen's like sure I do <laughs> like, what? Like, it's it's like, really a
0: clumsy exposition what's the what's the difference like like yeah like, the opponent well, basically the same thing. like yeah you know, i like... mean a rival can be like a rival teammate an opponent is an opponent yeah 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 i guess that's that's a good point it, just, it was like, really awkward okay yeah. you do brazilian jitsu, jiu-jitsu so you can say like well you know someone you're sparring with is a rival Someone you're sparring against at a tournament is a is a is a uh an opponent or a um you know um so what's the word they use in this um not rival um
1: there was opponent and rival. Okay, well opponent,
0: yeah. So yeah, I mean essentially they're they're gonna be your opponent. So um yeah, with with this yeah, it's like so it's close to the exposition. It's um he, he's given away the whole plot was happening soon. You know it's gonna happen. Which whatever. Well um, I, well as a side note, I call them all my enemies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. There's he's this, kidding, girl, he's this guy he, I used to uh just uh, kidding.
0: Well, for someone who uh, people who don't know, I uh, my 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 career is actually selling. A, I sell liquor, liquor and wine. I now do beer and wine because I'm in Alabama. So this guy I used to, um, I kind of had a respect for at one point, and uh, he kind of fell off the wagon pretty hard. If you know what I mean. But uh, I was uh, doing a, um, a a wine tasting next to him. You know, we're sitting around. And I said, "Hey, you know, I like having you." Um, there's my, uh, kind of rival. You know, he says, "You're not my rival." I said, what do you mean? He says, I'm my own rival. You don't mean anything to me. I was like, what mm-hmm. is that supposed to mean, man? Well, he's like, if I don't do well enough, I let myself down. I'm like, Dude, you're not a you're not a Shaolin master. I'm no. your rival. I, I sell against you. But anyways, sorry, man. Wow, that's, that's uh, crazy. It was, it was a really douchey thing to say. It, yeah, kind of is. Maybe he listens to a whole lot of that uh, song by Lit. Maybe he's,
1: oh, God. He's I, he would to listen it. to that, too. Probably would. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, sorry. There's there's a lot of cool uh, weirdo uh, cars with uh, six wheels and eight wheels in this. I thought that was really neat. Um, I, I like I like the way those things looked. Um, but this is tentatively like a cyberpunk thing, right? Yeah. And like when I think of cyberpunk, like you know the, the hallmark visual of cyberpunk as a as a a film um media is is blade runner that's that's Mm -hmm. kind of the genesis of that you can you can go back and say that like clockwork orange was you know the proto thing you can say other things were the proto thing but it 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 coalesces in blade runner and everything else built on blade runner the hallmark of blade like one of the big things with blade runner is that like like it's always dark it's always raining like you see, that you see the sun every now and then. For the most part, only when it makes sense to to, to cast cool shadows, right? But for yeah. the most part, it's very dark and it's very rainy. It has been sunny in this in this movie since the, the second. That, that, it, that it's there's no yeah. rain. There's perfect weather and it's very clean, which is also very kind of anti- anti- antithetical to uh, cyberpunk in general. Which is which I thought was really weird. It was cool, oh. um, but this this was almost like a. Um, it it, it's like the almost like the genesis of what i call uh a taco bell cyberpunk
0: of
1: Um, like in the early 90s there was this uh you know kind of move to where like taking some of the tropes of cyberpunk but it was still very it was very uh a big
0: and um like pastel neon i I guess you call that vaporwave now um like okay i i i gotta say i don't agree with you here and this this is the reason why um they're supposed to be building a utopian society that's the whole point of like the Byroids. that's the whole point of uh olympus so to create a depressing dark um, um cyberpunk you know like motif goes against what the whole thing is here it's supposed to be like hey we're going to take you out of war-torn earth we're going to put you under the dome where everything's beautiful everything's sunny everything's like really nice and that's what the um aj sebastian's rebelling against he doesn't want it to be nice he wants it to be real he wants it to something tangible so i think that's what this uh this movie is trying to show
1: well no i, I agree with you there um yeah. because like i said this this is like that the kind of a, the genesis of taco bus Cyberpunk. of mm-hmm. uh, which to me the biggest thing for that is um the you know the biggest you know, touchstone of that micro genre would be demolition man Okay, I can see that. that that's Which, actually a really good. Uh, uh, everything you know, was very bridge. clean, and yeah. So uh, and and you know the more I think shells. about it, there's, there's a lot of similarities there.
0: Yeah, there um, are actually. Well, the Invelish man is obviously uh, brought from a, a cyberpunk aesthetic, but in a very, uh, I guess, a whitewashed kind of cyberpunk aesthetic. So, yeah. Um, three shells, man. You, three. What's that? Three shells. That's my family crest. Did you? Did you ever tell you that?
1: Like my ancestral family crest is three c seas- three seashells so okay you know then okay that's
0: fine yeah i know i so, know how to use them hey dude i don't want i only give away the to everyone else is listening so as long <laughs> as you know we're good oh, i uh, love my three seashells uh, <clears throat> anyways
1: so we get a really funny uh uh scene here of um buliaros and adunan uh, uh, eating some food in, in this uh car and um buliaros is like eating french fries which is it's 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 funny because he has a complete robot face <laughs> <Like> <laughs> he doesn't have a mouth or anything bones, he just it just like opens up and he's just shoving french fries in his in like a hole <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah.
0: This is, he's drinking a soda out of a straw too <laughs> well uh, he can't pour in his mouth man he can't put his mouth the right way he's gonna use a straw don't don't don't, <laughs> thought, be, uh, don't be elitist i thought it was i thought it was funny i thought it was great. it was actually it was great um, um there i don't know where this happens I, i'm i have it, like the the vague memory of like and they're 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 making fun of uh you know how much time that Bollieros and uh, and uh, Dune are spending together. Like, you know, oh, are you, are you guys, you know, married or, you know, something like along the lines. They're in the locker room essentially. And, uh, you know, they're they're going like, ah, no, what are you talking about? And this one also Android guy who has one, you know, like kind uh, of intent to send and the top. He's like, hey, uh, you know, doing it. If uh, Bollieros doesn't do it for you, I'm, I'm available. Um, it's just this whole thing where, like, People are trying to think. They're they're trying to say that they're a they're a couple and like Dunin and um, Bulliers, just like um, the main characters from Ghost in the Shell. Um, um God, what's her name and um, her her partner? Essentially, who's a. Uh... I think Shiro yeah. likes having the um, the the partnership of a a man and a woman without it being really a romantic thing. Well, but see, the thing is, it,
1: it thing is kind is, of this not in, in the manga and in the in the 2000, in 2004 movie, like Buliaros and um, uh, oh gosh, I forgot her name, uh, Dune, Dune? They, they are romantically involved, okay? So, um, I, just, I think they just cut that out for I, I think it was kind of pointless to even touch on it in uh, okay. you know, in a, in a 70
0: minute OVA, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, okay, I, I, I could check that one out because I haven't watched that because I wanted to focus on this one, yeah. Yeah, um, um, and okay. I,
1: I hate that i can't remember the character's names from uh kusanagi uh, kusanagi yes
0: um, yeah. um, um bato bato and kusanagi
1: yes yes you're yeah.
0: yeah they they actually have a very strong almost romantic but it's not quite there kind of relationship well i mean that's you get the tension that way that's a it work it works really well you're but, um, right actually it's very moonlighting of them
1: i was about to say i was about to mention moonlighting um, uh there you uh, go yeah. Um, we had a cool <laughs> montage here of uh, Dunan and uh, Bolliardos uh, fighting crime to some city pop jams. This yeah, I was, love this. this was weird and cool. Um, I, I like this.
0: I love it. He's holding up the back of the car and the, the two wheels in the front are spinning. He's like, he's just crunching the back of this car. The guy's like, what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> I don't know what they were even
1: really looking for here, but this was pretty cool. They were cool. trying um, to
0: find like leads to what was going on. I think from AJ Sebastian and I don't know why they went about it this way. It was, I mean, it was, it
1: was it, it was, yeah, it was, it was real bizarre, but it was uh, um,
0: 80s montage moment. That's all you can say. It was very, it was very, uh, yeah, yeah it was
1: very much like when you're, you know, and you're fixing up the house or uh, fixing up the car, <laughs> fixing up the boat,
0: fixing up something. In the yeah, 80s. you had, had to have some sort of 80s, um, um, a glam rock, you know, indie thing going on when you're putting yeah. some kind of music in the background, except they use this weird, really weird, weird, uh, I guess, yacht rock, new age jazz thing <laughs> in the background. So, it,
1: was, it was so weird. Um, so th- there's a bartender uh, that is oh. apparently an informant for Buliaros. He looks a lot yeah. like Dungeon Master from the old D and D cartoon.
0: Dungeon Master, like Dungeon Master, um, hit the Golden Corral every uh, Tuesday for a while and didn't walk at all. Man, that's that's hundred percent him. So,
1: so this guy is uh, he's gonna he knows what's going. on. He has the whole scoop on. Um, yeah aj sebastian and and also the fact that aj sebastian's working with uh caron and he's gonna he's gonna dime them out he's going he's calling buliaros he's gonna tell him the whole the whole story and mm-hmm. what happens here is that uh, aj
0: sebastian puts some cool armor on he's got some cool yeah. armor with like retrograde legs and yeah he uh, um he put, basically puts on his um military grade um arms and legs and helmet and everything like that he's he looks like he's gonna go i don't know um He's got like, hey, well, we we know now like uh, running blades uh, for um you know people who had amput amputations. Mm-hmm. He essentially, puts on running blades with like weird dual foot things on them and like claw hands and stuff. So I, I guess we all watch for claw hands in the Olympics. But uh, yeah, he um he puts all this stuff on. It's really cool. And he apparently he because he's a cyborg, he hears what's going on with um uh, with what's going on with the uh, the the broadcast from the mm-hmm. secret room. Right, he, he kind of goes, Yeah, I'll, I'll be there, but I gotta take care of something. And okay, in his voice, I gotta take care of something first, yep. and uh, reaches through the, the bar, I guess, back and uh, all the bottles and stuff, and like with his uh, cool claw hand, and kills the uh, guy in his little secret room when he's trying to out. He, he uh, AJ crushed Spash. Dungeon Master's head, he and, did. Um, it, was, it, was, uh, Dungeon it was master. Nuts. I mean, he should have stayed in the, in the world of uh, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> because he's dead now
1: oh man so uh yeah so we, we get that we get we get a cool uh scene of these uh those uh mech suits that sebastian stole earlier there's a big orange uh they look like like repurposed industrial things i thought that was really cool they look they, they looked really good um uh there's a i, I like that there's a, a a scene where um some of sebastian's guys are going to try to kidnap um was it hitomi was that was that her? yeah hitomi yeah her hitomi yeah and, uh, so they use some um knockout gas they throw some uh some gas grenades into this into hitomi's house yeah and uh to to knock them out right and um which i'm sorry it was gus because it was translated it was so, mistranslated.
0: okay earlier there was olympus what was it olympus when they had the city hall or whatever it was olympus. Olympus. you yes. know I,
1: well I, the subtitles called it olympus constantly Instead of
0: Olympus. <laughs> so, yeah, the actually, O-L-E- U.S. U-S. Um, yeah. this is actually very, it's, it's, let's pull it all aside here, is very, um, you know, prescient and uh, early, um, you yeah, know, Americanized uh, I enemy. Mean, they wanted to seem like the West. Mm-hmm. So they tried to translate things, but they never really translated it right. I don't know if the animators didn't quite get it. And they always, they, they would not always. But every so often they had some weird spelling in the art. And, yeah, they did this in the city hall. They did it on the gas or the gus. Um. Yeah. They they would they would like poorly translate things that they would put on in the uh, in the cell drawings. Yeah. So, you know, yeah.
1: There's later on. There's a uh, um, an emergency happens and there's a red alert. <laughs> <laughs> red alert. Red alert. Red alert. Uh, so, red alert. But, but so this gas knocks out Bolliaros and was... um and Dunan, but uh, like why would buliaris get knocked down by this like you know i, I kind of wouldn't he have some sort of a like if he was that if he had if he was like that much of a conversion cyborg if i'm just saying if i was playing like a game of like rifts and i was making this character i would be like okay i'm I'm taking poison filters yeah as exactly I, fighter, you know, like i, it, I just would
0: have been in glitter boy which is essentially like those like um those mech suits well yeah um, um but, but yeah, so that was
1: weird. But they, they get up and, and they they reveal that um had like a like a gas mask
0: on, but yeah. it was pointless because they, they took Hitomi anyway. Like yeah, I think the whole thing was like they were trying to like okay, so this is my whole like explain it away kind of thing. We don't know that Boliaris is a complete uh cyborg. You could have like, you know, he could have said like, well, maybe he's got some great organic parts still. Maybe he doesn't have a filtration. We don't know. The guys there who are using the gus don't know exactly either. So, mm. you know, we could explain that away. Uh, he could have thrown a gas mask on uh, on uh, Dunin. So, you know, once again, they're taken care of. The guys look in them. Okay, well, they're on the ground. They're out. So, okay, fine, whatever. And but I told me uh, they, they've got to like let, let them the, the people think that they're out. So they want to find out what's going on. Well, they can't get to Hotomi quick enough. They uh, they the whole... Hitomi, though. They were in the same
1: room. Hotomi, were they like feeding her to
0: to AJ? No, she was in the she's in her bedroom, like reading or something. She fell asleep.
1: I thought they were right there. I thought they were in the same room. I anyway, yeah, I, think, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, she's she's like she's reading. Apparently, uh, she's probably reading some bad manga or Japanese comics Japanese and comics. fell asleep. Yes. Right. And uh, yeah, so she that's what's happened with that. And um, AJ. Or, no, it's not AJ, it's um it's uh Karen. Karen, yeah, Rubs Karen. It's not yeah.
1: maybe she was reading uh Golgo 13. Oh, I love
0: Golgo 13.
1: So do I. I have a figure of Golgo 13 on my uh, Duke really? on my on my oh, shelf over there, yeah. Yeah, and Golgo
0: 13 is fantastic. Golgo mm-hmm. 13, for people who do not know, is the James Bond of Manga. Or Japanese Absolutely. comics. Absolutely. Yeah, Japanese comics, yeah. And uh one of the is, worst cool. uh, NES games. He uh, he the women love him and he leaves them all behind because he's Golgo 13. Anyway, white suit too um
1: yeah so uh so they um we get a we get a little battle here and there's a really cool scene where uh buliaros um is is holding a guy up he's got his gun at him and he's like let her go or i'm gonna make you look like mr swiss cheese contest (laughs) (laughs) the winner of mr swiss cheese contest (laughs) mr swiss cheese contest yeah this, this was uh this was some of the weirdest trash talk i've ever heard in a show ever, i ever in my entire life i feel and like those bad translations i hope i hope I, I don't think it was i think that was somebody trying to sound hard that was some that was a that was what uh shira w- thought a dirty hairy line would sound like but,
0: you know honestly bull so you like hey let it go i'm gonna make you mr swiss cheese contest winner it is New York accent. <laughs> um, so maybe it was it's supposed to sound much better coming out of his mouth, but it didn't. I don't know. It look uh, okay. Look, listeners, if any of you guys are out there are
1: from New York and you, and that's, is, this is a thing where you guys have Mr. Swiss cheese contest. Send us an email. Ed hates transformers at gmail.com. Uh, let me um, know if, if this is a
0: thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'll let uh, Ariel know. Ariel used to live in Queens. Ariel. I'm going to put this to you, man. What would they say? though? Is there a Mr. Swiss cheese contest. I just let us out. know let yeah. us know hook us up let us know, let us
1: know. give us the scoop 100%. on this there's mr yes. swiss cheese contest and if so how do i get it how do i get invited to that because i want to watch yeah um yeah. so uh, all the bad guys all the the bad guys all the good guys here all the mook good guys here they'll they'll look like beachhead from gi joe they all have uh oh they do they, they all have like balaclava green balaclavas and uh black <gasps> vests on they have got submachine guns that what a great cool. callback
0: that's fantastic um, yeah um oh um real quick i gotta interrupt you i'm sorry um there was at one point in the back of one of those cars i don't know where it was i remember the, the scene someone was reading a magazine and it had a uh, golgo 13 um not golgo jesus um <laughs> m66 android advertisement in the magazine that's right yeah oh so, yeah right. that's that's a callback to matt black magic m66 enough. which yep. i appreciated. it anyways that's pretty, um, pretty cool. yeah yeah
1: um so th- there's a lot of hazard stripes in this like the yellow and black hazard stripes uh yeah. they, they show up a lot in this uh in the show and i love these things um and uh I- i've talked before about how i'm a big fan of warhammer 40,000, and warhammer and in particular its cousin game necromunda um are eight up with hazard stripes they're all over if you look through the like especially the 90s and the early 2000s art everything like a doodle have like a like a chainsaw sword and it's it's covered in the in the like osha's there just putting these hazard stripes on everything (laughs) um and that was one of the first things that initially kind of drew me into the setting is uh i saw pictures of all this terrain these these tabletop terrains where people had built up like a like a tower and all this stuff and um they look like big uh, rusty industrial sci-fi areas and um and just but the hazard stripes on everything and i was like man what a cool thing you know and and um uh, and so there's a lot of them in the, in this in this show, and I thought that was pretty cool. Was yeah,
0: Loken lo, for life, by the way.
1: What? Loken. oh well, Loken, oh Loken, oh man, God, I can't wait to do the episode on on Warhammer. I
0: got to finish listening to the uh, first book. Anyways, go on. Oh, yeah. Um. So, uh, But so
1: so then there's there's this big deal going on where um just Sebastian is in is in control of mm-hmm. the multipede and he's going to attack the city and all this stuff. And there's all these helicopters coming after
0: him. And you, you and it's like there's going to be this big battle. Yeah. And, um, he, meanwhile, and he he's full of like bad uh, villain lines. Ah, you yeah, know, I'm gonna tear you up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the city. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut down the the bank computer. He's just he has these very gravelly, bad villain voice. It gets yeah. so worse during the scene too. This whole segment. It's so so uh, in and um.
1: Oh, it was Buliaros, and, and who? Athena. Athena is your thing, the Athena, redhead. Who's one, yeah. the, like the leader of uh, the, like the, the like I guess like the mayor of of Olympus. I guess essentially,
0: like from... yeah. She's she's the um she's she's the person. She's in the untouchable leader of Olympus. So
1: they're like trying to get like to this like, like computer core or whatever, and Bullyaros mm-hmm. gets shot. So we prove, and he's bleeding all over the place. So he does have organic parts.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that he's ble- leaking blood. It looks like, but I mean, you know. Is he really? Is he organic, or is it like? Is it one of those things where it's supposed to be like a mimic of like blood? Is the uh like like hydraulic know. fluid or something? I don't I don't sure, know. Like whatever. I,
1: I, took it, I took it to be blood. Um, it's uh, especially because blood. I I don't I don't know that he's like a full full conversion cyborg because they don't really they don't like he's always got clothes on. You know they don't show like his
0: arms or whatever. Yeah, either. well maybe maybe he's like uh, the Undertaker when he's like alive. So he's like huge when he's a, a robot, but he still got like you know regular legs. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> so
1: so they get on this hall yeah they in this hallway and he gets shot he he's pinned yeah. down so um you know Duna gets shot in the hand and it blows her her gun up so she has to use Athena's gun to shoot like a the left hand the with, the with the wrong hand right because her hands hurt so she she has to she has to use the the off hand okay to shoot this target to shut down this the overrider
0: over yeah here. so first of all i got to ask why is there a the, a target to shoot to reset the computer why 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 um why do you need to shoot a gun at the thing to make it work again because in the city of like this this uh, city of you know good vibes and um you know we're like taco bell um um uh, uh taco bell cyberpunk <laughs> cyberpunk yeah thank you Wh- why a gun why can't you just like press a button that's behind a safe and it find a seems combination? like the
1: you know uh i i need some look man i work like i've said before i work in internet security man like uh, like gun gun is not acceptable method of security this is like a, i need i need multi-factor authentication i need yeah uh, i need an authenticator app i need a text to the phone your mom's maiden name something i gotta what have three reform? security questions
0: and look dude this is fine this is a michael bay solution to a uh do a it problem it yeah, 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 very much it very much is
1: <laughs> but so so she rises to the occasion she shoots the thing and, and it shuts the multi down and then the helicopters blow it up and that's the end of the movie
0: yeah well we we've kind of glossed over there um karen dies sharon uh karen dies um in his, in his uh in his like reduced armor um um the god what is the name of the mech suits land the landmate mm-hmm. Landmate, I, I can't. I have a mental block for that apparently. So, that he has a re, that reduced armor landmate, he gets shot up, but he sends um Hitomi into the uh the terminal to shut down the uh, computer. So, um, we, we've he he dies. So, the whole thing is everyone's saved, everything's good again, and they kind of mourn Karen. And I don't understand why they, they did he basically like wanted to screw their whole lives up for his uh because his his girlfriend or wife killed herself years before that. And I, hey man, I'm I'm 100 percent with that. It's a horrible thing. Um she couldn't exist in a perfect world because she um didn't she saw like the I don't know the imperfections and the perfection. Um, she had to leave her gilded cage. Is what the opening sequence is about,
1: right? Well, yeah, she was an artist, and and yeah. she couldn't handle that. Yeah, like a like yeah, looking for imperfections in a perfect world. I guess yeah. was that was the whole thing there. Um, and uh, it, it, but th- that was the end of it. That was the, and then the it, they, they they're they're in the hospital uh, or they're outside the hospital. They're bandaged up, and then they and then they
0: drive off, and that was it. Um, and then, yeah, um, is like. I I got a more more weak and I can walk on my leg. Uh, he's in a wheelchair. I, I guess a huge wheelchair because the Undertaker needs a big wheelchair. Like um. So huge yeah, dude, man, like, yeah. um, dude, it comes up to like 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 right at the bottom of his chest a lot of times.
1: in yeah. This he is a hulking monster. Yes, he, so. is. He,
0: he is a hulking monster of a robot, and we usually talk about big robots. So this is actually this it's near dear to my heart. So uh, you know with his yeah. bunny ears and his bunny ears and that was but, it. uh, yeah it's done it's over everything's everyone's happy again Every, everything's cool that was it um so yeah man uh this was a weird
1: one and uh, i'm gonna have a hard time giving this a rating to be honest i mean like the, the mech visuals in this were pretty cool um mm-hmm. i I thought buliaros looked really cool yeah um i i liked the mech suits a lot i like the landmates um I, I thought it would have been cooler to have a big duel with them in the end because it seemed like every time there was going to be like a big fight or a big battle or a big duel which is what you want out of robot things you want to see that like okay i have a good guy's have a robot bad guy's have a robot what do you want to see I, good lord i want to see him fight that's the whole point of, of giant robot enemy is to yeah robots fight and you got these quick little car and then that was it um yeah uh, so I thought it would have been a lot cooler to have like a big duel with um, like Charon and, uh, and Dunin and uh, like because they they established that that, that Charon customizes a suit. He goes for lighter armor. So it's faster or whatever, which okay it that's, is that's really that's fast. Okay. Um, and Dunin has she they say that she ordered her own her own suit also. And why couldn't they have given one of them, given somebody a unique color scheme on their on their landmates? is that's like anime 101 that's yep. a max sterling that's yep. uh you know that's uh char aznable that's every that's every every villain or or hero you know they they get you know they get a mech suit and it's they, they get cool stripes on it or something like that mm-hmm. when when you're playing a mech game what's the first thing you do when you get a mech like customize like, what's my paint scheme i got well, like yeah. well, like oh yeah 100% 100% um, playing fallout man like you got to get the one with the with the the nuka cola logo on it you got to get that that (laughs) yeah look cool they gotta look cool and these these were just the the, you know the the general purpose the standard issue uh landmates and i I didn't think that was cool um yeah the ending very anticlimactic uh like it it, it was such a nothing that
0: i had to check to make sure that we didn't watch part sorry everyone there was a weird spike in my latency here my ping sucked uh anyways yeah man you're ranting about uh, the ending of this thing yeah
1: so uh you know i like i said i had to check to see if it if, if this wasn't like volume one of two or if there was some more stuff after the credits or what was going on um it just it seemed just very abrupt like uh like it like it could have used another uh like i don't know man like 15 minutes and that's that's rare that i say that because i'm i'm normally like hey cut Cut thirty minutes out of this movie, like <laughs> uh, like I went and saw that Dungeons and Dragons movie uh, last weekend, and I was like, man, take a half hour out of that movie, like really, cut like gut that like to cut thirty minutes of talking out of that movie, and it would have been a lot better. Um, yeah. But you know, so I, I appreciate that this is a thing, and I, I like that it's there. It was one of those things that I'm, I'm glad that I got to revisit it, but as a an ova or as a film i can i can't really put this in the same category as something like akira ghost in the shell um vampire hunter d or ninja scroll the the, the four pillars of uh, <laughs> of uh of anime of early anime film um if i were to give this a rating if i were to give this a, um let me see let, let, let me go let me go adult rating i'm gonna have to go uh, i I mean like i said it wasn't bad it just wasn't i don't know man it just it seemed a little like you know the, the hype i'd probably go three winners of mr swiss cheese contest out of five um <laughs> uh sure. that said um like ni- 1991 brain though which is probably about the time that i would have you know th- th- that i i would have become like cognizant of this and and been able to you know get my hands on it 91 91 brain that would have you know, like I uh, got 16 you know years old or so 17 years old or something like that if um i i probably would have i probably, probably rated a little bit higher than that honestly because it because it was cool and it uh it touched on on things that I was very at the time I was very very much new to like this whole like dystopian future the cyberpunky kind of um thing and i, I would because there just wasn't a whole lot of things out there like that at the time. Yeah. You know, you know, it just, it wasn't much of a, you know, that, that genre was, was still kind of new and hadn't been mined to death and hadn't been, you know, kind of beat to death by things. And um, I, I would probably rate it a little bit higher. Um, the only thing is, is that uh, uh, the, 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 the problem 1991 brain that, that, that era grumpy Ed is that um, <laughs> like, it, it, this would have been so expensive that I, I probably would not have, I wouldn't have bought it because it was like, you couldn't take a chance on, on these kinds of things. Cause I was poor and you know, like, like you said, you see that cover and you're like, Oh man, like I gotta see this. And then you get it. And it doesn't look like the cover because it doesn't look like Shiro's art. And, um and so, cause and I very much, you know, like at the time, 30 bucks may as well, that may as well have been a million dollars for me. In, yeah. in at that age and so i known quantities only you know like if i'm gonna spend 30 bucks on a, on a vhs tape like i better i better watch that tape a hundred times i better i better watch it till it wears out because I, i've got to get every penny of value out of that tape so it, it's it's got to be a it's got to be akira it's got to be ghost in the shell it's got to be <laughs> scroll it's got to be vampire 100d for, for me to show off that kind of money so um even then i, I like i said I, I you know teenage brain would, would probably give it a pretty good rating i'd probably go higher than than i'd probably go three and a half um three and a half uh bunny ear cyborg antennas
0: out
1: of <laughs> out of five um yeah. that's what i'm gonna say I, I i'm glad that we revisited this because it, it's one of those things that i, I feel like um like I, I know that I've seen like parts of it in the past and I'm, I'm I've taken a lot of this in by like cultural osmosis but I don't think I ever actually sat down and and watched this thing start to finish so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we did I, it, this
0: was definitely not time wasted um yeah but yeah uh, how about you where, where are you on me, this? okay so I have uh, I have a history of this I, I actually bought it on VHS when I was younger uh so I spent thirty dollars on watched this and I wasn't really impressed with the um with the art I, I'm gonna give like my uh 18 year old brain compared to my current brain so eight-year-old brain i bought this i watched it a couple times and i just i didn't get it mm-hmm. i i think it really didn't it didn't jive with what i thought i was going to get uh i wanted something more it's okay and i watched it a couple times it's just one of the things i was, was at this point when i was younger so i mean really if you're coming down to it i mean eight-year-old brain is going to give this really like a Maybe a, a a two out of five cans of gus uh, because it't didn't have exactly what I wanted. Now, I will say that with this caveat in mind uh, of a 45 year old uh, brain is going back and watch this and I see so many of the the uh, proto um, dystopian sci-fi tropes being used right here. In so many of the um of the you know the dystopian novelization um you know uh cyberpunk things used in this, I appreciate it so much more. And like you said, it's great to come back and visit this. Because um, you know, I I probably threw that VHS away somewhere or gave it to someone at one point because I just didn't like it very much. But come back and look at it now. The animation of the people aside. The animation of everything else is so carefully done. It's so nice. I mean, I would easily give this three and a half uh, Olympus City Halls out of five uh, because it is so good to see the seeds of what we watch now. I mean, it, it, this is a germination of the seeds of what we watch now that um, or what we continue to watch, that this is an important um, piece of anime. Um, developed from a, a manga or Japanese comic, Japanese um, comic. of um, of a world that, you know, in, in inspired Big O, inspired, you know, he inspired himself you know, to make Ghost in the Shell and inspired Psychopaths, inspired so many things. It is important. And I think he did this when he was, God, he was probably in his 20s. He was making this stuff. He was He was moving the needle towards what we look at as a uh, contemporary cyberpunk aesthetic in his twenties. It's pretty impressive. So like that whole package three and a half, you know, o- Olympus city halls out of five is pretty, pretty um, fair. I think so. Yeah. And I, I really am glad we came back to this. I think it's really fair. and It's, it's good to come back to this. Um, So, yeah, but I want to wrap up real quick uh, saying thank you everyone, everyone for listening. It's cool. I love it. Um, I love our community is building. And uh hey, look, if you want to join the small but growing community, check out our link in the show notes for the uh, for the Discord and um of your of your podcast app, sorry. And if you're watching us on YouTube, uh the link should be there as well in the uh summary in the show notes as well. Um if you wouldn't mind give us a big old thumbs up, share it with some friends, share it on your Facebook page, share it anywhere, share it in your own Discord. Uh on the podcast app goes five stars. It helps people find us, which they have, which is really cool to find out how that, that algorithm works. And if you have a friend, you think you might be into the show, send them a link to the show. Uh, they may you know listen to this and go, like, man, they're talking about me and I don't like it, or they might hear this go, like, I know that guy, I'm all into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to send an email, you can just do that. And more than meets these guys at Gmail, or Ed hates transformers at Gmail. So uh yeah with that said man i want to wrap this up this week this is our second subdivisions real cool stuff and i'm a big fan of uh being able to branch out like this so i want to uh, cut off here and uh ed you want to take us out with anything today
1: uh well no we'll be back next week with more back to transformers uh, <laughs> in the meantime red
0: alert red alert <laughs> alert <laughs> all right guys take it easy thanks for being here tonight or today whatever you're listening to this whenever See you're next listening. Week.